Have you considered the crippling nature of comparison lately? And did you know that comparison can be linked to pride and that pride has two sides? One side that fuels our feelings of shame and not feeling like we're enough. And the other side is feelings of boastfulness and a false security based on what we have quote unquote, more of. Tune in to hear how this affects our beliefs around beauty and how we can harness our identity in Christ and scripture to combat those false beliefs. Hey mama, welcome to Bold Faith in Fashion. Are you tired of feeling insecure in your skin and using clothes as a way to hide your body? Are you frustrated with the time, money, and energy you spend on clothes you never wear? Hey, I'm Ashleyana, and Mama, I get your struggle. I have helped thousands of women just like you create the simple, comfortable, and yes, stylish wardrobes of their dreams without draining their energy or their bank accounts. In this podcast, I will teach you about what looks good on your body, all while filtering your beauty standards through the eyes of Jesus. If you're ready to go from stressed to get dressed to blessed to get dressed, tune in right now. Did you know I have a free community of Christian mamas on a budget just like you who are building stylish and comfortable wardrobes that they feel good in? In this group, we share outfit ideas, I host What to Wear Wednesdays, and there's so much more. So to join me, just click on the link in the episode description. So this Sunday's message at my church was so powerful. Granted, I'm going to just put this out there. Our pastor is amazing. He has such a, such a big heart, and you can just tell that... He is doing what he can to sit down and hear from Holy Spirit every single week and to bring it to the congregation. And this week, there were two sections of his sermon that really stood out to me that I really feel compelled to share with you here on the podcast and put into the context of your beauty and your calling, your kingdom calling, and your with God life. Those two areas that he talked about were pride and comparison and how they're linked. So first, I want to tackle pride. In my pastor's sermon, he explained that there are two sides to pride. There are two ways essentially that it can manifest. So the first side of pride is the most recognizable. It's boastful. It's overly confident. It elevates itself. Essentially, it's an inflated sense of self. So the flip side of this is actually the opposite. And this is a little trickier I'm not sure if you've ever labeled this type of mentality or behavior as pride, but this is what was so interesting and eye-opening to me. It's the deflated sense of self, the one where you have focused so much on the things that you perceive to be negative aspects of who you are that you cannot even receive a compliment I'm going to give you a couple examples. You have beautiful handwriting and someone says to you, you have beautiful handwriting. I wish my handwriting was like yours. And you might say, this is the ugliest I've ever written. Or let's say somebody says to you, wow, you have beautiful eyes. You might say, well, they're really murky and muddy. So you negate positive attributes or aspects of yourself in such a way 
that it's overly deflating. You have an overly deflated sense of self. Now, you're probably asking yourself, okay, how is that prideful? Especially if you're a person who is feeling so yucky about yourself that you're in that place. Pride is something that focuses on self. It's an over focus on self rather than a focus on God, on Christ, on your kingdom calling. All of us swing back and forth in both areas of pride, an overly inflated self at times and a deflated self at times. So remember, this is not condemnation. There is no condemnation in Christ. But if you are feeling a gentle nudge of conviction, then definitely take this opportunity to pause and pray and just ask the Lord, where am I over inflating or deflating my sense of self? So now that I have given you a picture of the two sides of pride, I want to explain how it's connected to comparison and how these two tactics by the enemy, pride and comparison, have shaped two beliefs that are completely inaccurate. They are just straight up lies from the pit of hell. That's like my favorite saying. And no, it's a little intense, but so am I. The first lie that is very prominent in our culture right now is physically based. It is that beauty is defined by a specific weight, body shape, height. Additionally, certain facial features are more beautiful than others. Y'all, this lie has been going on forever and ever and ever. And the standard of beauty changes all the time. And it differs from country to country and even state to state sometimes what exactly the beauty standards are. So it is just this big pile of chaos and inconsistency. It's the worst. And this is why the scripture that I pulled to combat these societal standards that are ever changing is Isaiah 53 verses 2 through 4. This is a scripture about Jesus. Here it is. For he, Jesus, grew up before him, God, like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. Jesus had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. Isn't that crazy interesting, especially in the context of a world and a society that values whatever they consider to be beautiful so highly? The Hebrew word in Isaiah for form is, it's spelled T-O-A-R. I don't know how to say it in Hebrew, but it refers to the body and the word appearance in this scripture, which is M-A-R-E-H, refers to the face. And that's exactly what I'm talking about in line number one is A lot of our beauty standards have to do with our physical bodily form and the features of our face. And again, the standards are pretty all over the place. But the reality is, is that is what the world is focusing on, is these external factors about ourselves. However, Jesus, by the world standards, was plain. He was so plain that scripture intentionally points it out that both his body and stature and his face were considered quote unquote, plain, that there was nothing about his appearance that attracted people to him. So what attracted people to Jesus then? Well, he lived out God's will for his life. He learned God's word and he was filled with wisdom 
and all who heard Jesus talk and ask questions at the temple when he was 12 were amazed at his understanding and his answers. The scripture I'm quoting from Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52, I'm paraphrasing here, goes on to state that Jesus was submissive to his parents and he gained favor with God and man. Notice how God is listed first. And we know that his favor with man only lasted until he really began his kingdom calling work, which was to sacrifice himself, well, to heal, to spread truth, and then sacrifice himself on the cross so he could be resurrected and pay for our sins so we wouldn't be separated from God anymore, that his favor with people didn't last very long. And that can happen to us and will happen to us. It, we have to put God first. Like we have to make sure that the favor we're seeking is always God first because people's standards change. People's view of us can in an instant be changed. But God's view of us is actually when we have Christ Jesus as our savior and our cover, it will never change ever. He will always love us. He will always value us. He will always be full of mercy and grace toward us. Isn't that amazing news? <laughs> so here's takeaway number one for lie number one that we're combating. And before I get into that, I just want to quote Genesis 1:27. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. God made us to reflect him. As we begin to explore more of his character his nature, and and acknowledge that he is with us, his daughters, that's when we can begin to be acquainted with who we actually are, to see our value, our beauty, our purpose through the eyes of Jesus. This is how we begin to heal our distorted images of ourselves, and this is how we shift from an overinflated self or a deflated self to a humbled self. One that knows that she is valuable, that she has a kingdom calling, that she has the privilege through Christ Jesus and his sacrifice to live a with God life, but also knows that she is not perfect, that she stumbles, that sometimes she doesn't obey or she ignores the voice of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes she says a harsh word, but she does not allow this. We do not allow this as women who place our identity in Christ, who place our value, self-worth, and beauty standards through the filter of Jesus. We do not beat ourselves up because we know that God's word says that there is no condemnation in Christ, that our sins are as far as the east is to the west when we accept Christ Jesus into our heart, that God forgets our sin when we confess. And we also know that we can do hard things because Paul told us that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And he is talking specifically about very hard things. And for you, that very hard thing may be to get out of those pride places so that you can begin to feel empowered to equip your temple, whether it's just by showing up for your calling through dressing well for the person that God has called you to be, or maybe it's you need to be empowered to get healthier 
whether it's to lift weights so that you don't have knee pain, back pain anymore, maybe it's to lose weight, whatever it may be, that is a scripture you can cling to because the spiritual battle that is going on for you when it comes to your physical presentation is so real and it is more than surface deep. And I just want you to know that it seems shallow. It does, but it's not. The enemy intentionally attacks women in this area and makes us feel less than because he knows that it distracts us from our kingdom calling. So what I'm doing here on Bold Faith and Fashion is I am teaching you how to get that all out of the way, no matter where you're at in your health journey, okay? Get that all out of the way and show up for your kingdom calling as you are and trust that the Lord is going to guide you to take care of your temple, however that may be. He will send you the resources. He will send you the people. He will send you the finances if that's what you need because some of you have different hormone issues that are causing you to have maybe acne or weight gain or things like that. Or you might even have an illness or a medication you have to take because of that illness that is causing you to not feel as good in your body. But I want you to trust that you can show up and be beautiful in the eyes of Jesus and those around you who really love you, by the way, because there are people who think that you're beautiful no matter what. And I just want you to be empowered to know that about yourself. And that's what this scripture and this podcast is about today. And this is going to end up being a part one because there are two lies <laughs> that I was given when I sat down with the Lord and wrote this out. But I'm already running a little long for this podcast. So I'm going to save line number two and the scripture to combat that for next Tuesdays and testimonies. So I hope you'll join me. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for each and every woman who is listening to this podcast right now. You've brought them to this particular episode for a reason. And Lord, I thank you that your nudging of conviction is not condemnation. And Heavenly Father, I just pray that each and every woman listening to this feels the Holy Spirit stirring, feels how much they are loved by you, feels how beautiful they are, recognizes that the world's beauty standards mean nothing when it comes to who we are in Christ. So Lord, I just pray that that truth would sink deep, super deep into the hearts of the women, into the minds of the women who are listening to this, and that it would begin a healing pattern in their minds so that they could start to talk to themselves and see themselves the way that you would talk to them and the way that you see them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Mama. Thanks for listening today. Before you pop off, consider joining my free Facebook group, Bold Faith in Fashion. Here is where you'll have access to exclusive content, visual how-tos, and weekly live feedback on your style journey from me. One last thing, if this podcast has empowered you to put an outfit together and shine a little brighter for Jesus, would you consider leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts to let me know? I'd love to hear from you and would be so encouraged to know how this podcast has positively impacted you. XO, your closet BFF.